you I just recall, inch yeah. you inch your way into being oh, a Californian yes. into the bowling ball grip. Yeah. Oh, no grip. <laughs> Get your fucking fingers out of there. All no right. grip, just slip. <laughs> of the tip. Okay, okay. so. <laughs> Got it. Got it. This is why we do what we do. All right. Are you guys ready? Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. Oh, AKA yeah. catch that crack. Always catching that crack. I'm glad that you're drinking for three because I don't think any of us are drinking yet, but I'll I'll ask after I introduce our guest. On this episode, we'll talk about the Monday show, Ben Sheehan, and the Thursday show, Allison's Shower Superstition, Jordan's Bread Bomb, Carly's Kim K meeting. But first, let's introduce our special guest. Welcome back to the show, Demian. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Allison's resident bug guy. You know, yep. it, yeah, it's kind of cool that you get kind of a shout out maybe all the time. <laughs> well, it's funny how bug things have come up before and then they haven't mentioned. Oh my god, right here! And then, but <laughs> yeah, on Thursday's episode, all of a sudden, my name popped up, and I was like, oh, finally they remember. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it wasn't it Tony that was like, don't you have a, a, a an exterminator that listens? I'm yeah, like, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Tony's cool. That was his nickname actually, in college. Uh, yeah. I actually uh, reached out to him. Because Allison was sort of, I mean, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but she was sort of on the right track of why they obviously found something in his freezer that they wanted. I'm thinking it was just water because they were going on the ice track. That's what I was thinking, too. And they're probably going up the tube um, in the back, right? Um, well, they can go underneath. I mean, I've seen them go on refrigerators before, not freezers, but they can go underneath, you know, the little... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it that sticks to the door, you know, yeah. um, to create the seal. Yeah. They can squeeze through there. And so one squeezed through and said, hey, guys, this is where we go. And they'll <laughs> keep coming yeah. until you, you know, break up their hormone track. Um, okay. That's what I told Tony. I said, hey, you got to clean that so they, they don't keep coming. Can you sprinkle, like, I used to sprinkle coffee grounds around. Does that help, or do you need to hire a professional? (laughs) Um, That probably help, but I think, you know, if you just, you know, put some kind of whatever you use to clean, you know, whatever kind of cleaning product you use to spray on there and, and, you know, give it a, you know, halfway decent wipe, and they'll erase the trail they leave behind. Okay. They may go somewhere else. They start looking for water and food somewhere else. It won't kill them, but it'll distract him or he'll kill the trail you know right okay well see we had the right person on today to talk about all of these things i'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that on thursday but i'm glad that you're here do you have a round my gosh that's because i'm not drinking okay (laughs) you need your mimosa lisa i do (laughs) okay let's do a round of shout outs before we talk about monday uh demi do you have any shout outs I'm just going to shout out Ray Morgan just because I sympathize with what he's going through with his daughter. 
in college dating dudes. I know what that feels like. So I just want to say, Ray, good luck with that. <laughs> yes, Ray, good luck dating dudes. <laughs> I know I I am not looking forward to this uh, I think my daughter's got a little crush on someone there's all of a sudden she's watching the world series and and, and it is into baseball and I'm like mm, this is suspicious but okay cool cool yeah I'm not looking forward to all of that judging by how I was I I'm worried a little rough well, judging by what you were talking about last week <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that that was uh, that was uh, something. Little Rafi, do you want to shout out your behindman or just some other shout outs? Shout out to Toby, who was supposed to be on this episode, but decided uh, against it for whatever reason. Also, shout out to Jenny Avery Kingzella and Dan Bublitz Jr. Ooh. Who else? Who else? Yeah, these folks have commented in the facebook group uh, they were answering whitney c's cue from last week and these are people who you don't see often in the group jenny avery kingzella i've never seen so shout out to these people hopefully they listen and uh hopefully they join us sometime don't flake on us like toby oh. man that guy is such a phony oh. come on toby <laughs> oh, is that all of your shadows robbie uh yeah sure why not all right. Uh, my shout outs are to Brit and the TNC and to Luke Chastain. I, I love how much he enjoyed our episode from last week. That that really makes me happy <laughs> when people give specific details about, you know, listening and laughing. And um, it, it gives us a reason to do this and like laugh into the mic. We're not just, you know, blowing hot air. Well, most of us also shout out to Trice. Uh, he's always nice and checks in on me. And I think that's very cool. He's a good friend and a good guy. Shout out to Tamara Haller, Nina Hartley, Zemary Jane, Ulysses uh, lost another pet this week. And so I oh, just no. feel so bad for him that he had to put down another dog. And um, so poor guy. I just can't imagine having to do that back to back with everything else going on. So that's rough. Uh, shout out to Bex. Shout out to Jamie, Tim Ortez, Kelly Lundquist, Lauren Kelly, Lee Bruns, Ray Morgan, Dr. Jen. To you, Damien, shout out to oh. Whitney, Von Carmen's Olive, Superfan Megan, Scott Marquez, Alex, some random guy liked the show on Twitter, which is probably a bot, <laughs> and to Toby, aka Screaming Penis. He was supposed to be on this episode, and I had so many questions about what the hell that meant. I guess we're just going to have to wait on that one. Also, shout out to Tony, Tone Zone, for being a good sport with the horrible nickname, and last, but certainly not least, Lil Ruff, I would like to shout you out because I was thinking today about what a good guy you are and the fact that you, you're just, you're just one of the good ones. You've always treated me with respect and I think that's really cool. I think you're a good dude. And I have one call out. That is to one super fan, Megan. I still can't get over the fact, but she actually thinks I would use the F word to describe someone who's gay. <laughs> like this really, but I realize I say some like pretty horrible things and maybe like borderline, uh, not good, <laughs> but I would never. Uh, I don't remember that part of the episode. Oh, because we're talking oh. about Bob Saget and she said Saget. Sa Saget, or however she says it from Wisconsin. I remember that part of the conversation, yeah. Because she's just like, oh, like you're going to say like the other 
thing for Saget and that. I'm like, I would never say that. I was making fun of her accent, <laughs> not her uh, sexuality. But anyway, call out to you, Megan. But I love you still. <laughs> I also actually have a call out for one Megan Parkansky because she is going to miss the Zoom party that is happening here in uh, 37 minutes. But it's for a good reason. So I guess the call out is to me. Oh, you know, I, we I know we're going to try and not rush through this because we all want to be part of the Zoom, but like she's not going to start at 2 anyway, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if it's 2.30, we'll be lucky. <sighs> oh. oh, also, shout out to Von Carmen's Olive because he listens every week for some reason. And he said he enjoyed my ending uh, for the show last week. And I fucking forgot that the Zoom recorder... You sh- it was connected to the laptop, and so when we were done, when uh, Ray and Joanna had mm. to leave, you closed the laptop, and then so for like a few minutes, you know, it still had power, but then it like put itself to sleep, and then it shut off the Zoom recorder because of that. Right. And I totally forgot. We didn't do like an ending for the show, <laughs> so we just like trailed off, and I don't know, whatever happened. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Should I like pull out my Zoom and actually plug in a microphone and do a proper intro or outro? I said, nah, I'll do a voice memo on my phone and say, uh, whatever, <laughs> goodbye. Well, so, at least uh, you did that. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking about that. I thought, I wonder when it cut it off. And you never mentioned that it cut off during the show. So I was like, oh, maybe it was fine. I didn't never listen to the end of it. So, well, good save, Lil Roth. And Von Carmen's Olive is so much fun on Twitter with, uh, we've, we had some fun conversations on there. It's, it's, it, those are the kind of things that make Twitter fun. <laughs> Lil Roth, do you have, uh, has anyone called to the BFF hotline? They have not. The only person who calls is Demian, and he's on the phone right <laughs> yeah. now. So uh... His phone's busy. Yeah, talking I, I don't think it would be a good idea to call when I'm casting. <laughs> well, you, uh, you, you get, you're going to get a lot today, so. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Right. We get It's solid Demian today. Well, I appreciate you always calling every week. I think that's fun. <laughs> it's fun to look forward to. Lil Ruff, what's that number again? If you would like to call into the BFF hotline, and don't worry, you don't have to speak to me. It goes straight to the machine. It's on Do Not Disturb mode. You can dial 818-BFF-0732. I'm sure Demian has this number memorized by now. Tattooed on. Uh, Well, it's saved in my contacts. (laughs) Whoa, look at this technological millennial over here saving numbers. (laughs) I got to remember things uh, the old-fashioned way by forgetting them. (laughs) Where's that note? You know, find it where your little piece of paper you wrote it on, like George Costanza in your wallet or something. <laughs> exactly. That's where it is, right next to your guitar lesson, your free guitar lesson. So, should we talk about Monday then? I guess. Yes. All right. So, Ben Sheehan was on, and it's Jackie Johnson's fiance, the poor baby. His book sounds very interesting to me. It's OMG WTF Does the Constitution Actually Say? I would like to read this. I totally agree with the fact that they don't teach these kinds of things thoroughly that I I believe to be important because a lot of people they back up certain parts of the constitution based on whatever they think not knowing what it means just like gun toting you know crazy people just like whatever and just well it's in the constitution so and they don't really know what the fuck they're talking about so I actually, in my nightstand, have a little, like, mini constitution booklet that I keep in there, like, to for referrals because I'm a nerd. <laughs> Trade the diddles in for a constitution. <laughs> but, yeah, it's I, I like to have it for reference, but also just because I 
I think it's something that we should know. And I always forget stuff. I wouldn't know anything right now, even though I've read it a bunch of times. But this book and going through it and uh, having it explained in a way that is humorous, it I think it'll sink in better with me. And I think what a great idea that he had to do this. Yeah, I think I think it's really, especially with what's going on in this country right now, you know, based on what he was saying in the interview with um, Allison, I'm, I guess, just old enough that when they actually taught civics still, because I remember taking civics in high school and some other stuff too. And even junior high reading the constitution in class, right? At least the bill of rights and the preamble. I mean, I remember that well, but you know, I guess somewhere along the line, they just said, ah, forget it. You know? And so with half the country seemingly only wanting to talk about the constitution when it suits them, but when it doesn't suit them, they completely oblivious to it. I think it's a timely book. Agreed. Loroff. Is it on your uh, book list? I mean, I think it should be because so far all my constitutional knowledge comes from rap music. <laughs> <laughs> Big Pun taught me that the First Amendment is culturally biased. Jay-Z taught me about the second and the fifth. He said, like, short sleeves, I bear arms. And he also said he pleads the fifth when it comes to the fam. <laughs> so oh my God. I, gotta, I don't know how many other amendments there are, but I think oh, this boy. book will probably uh, help to... Uh, what the fuck is <laughs> I was trying to say um, oh my god I love I that you had think... beer for breakfast so just keep talking go on <laughs> uh, this book will help me learn about the remaining amendments uh, the ones that the rap the rippity rap stars didn't teach you already <laughs> <laughs> that's right the hippity hoppers <laughs> say Z better get on it man I know get, get to writing Rafi needs to learn <laughs> I think this could be part of our book club, possibly. I don't know if it'd be interesting enough for that, but like we're doing Sweet Valley High, so fuck it, right? But we have a lot of, we have a whole lineup of stuff that we need to get to, but this I for sure want to read and I want to get this book. And it was interesting to have him on because he is Jackie's fiance. It's kind of nice to see both sides of, you know, the whole puzzle (laughs) together. I can't imagine. She seems like she'd be um, a tough person to live with in a way she's very like she's a lot but she's also like she's pretty cool but i think she's just a lot and it sounds like they it sounds like he really enjoys that about her and i think that's really kind of nice like i think last week i said something about i didn't really care for their relationship but there was something about it i didn't care for and i don't know what i couldn't pinpoint it and like to be honest the only thing i could think of was like they were just too white but like that didn't make any sense like so i didn't want to say that last week i don't know why i just said it now but because it doesn't really make sense. But when somebody asked during the questions how he and Jackie met and my heart melted a tiny bit when he was talking about it. I thought, oh, this sounds like a sweeter relationship and maybe different and not as fake as I originally had thought (laughs) or inauthentic. Well, do you think Jackie's like, you know, I mean, her personality takes up a lot of space. Yeah. I can't imagine she's like that all the time when she's off mic, you know what I mean? That's a good She's question. Kind of Be- yeah, you know, that that's true. And- that that is true. That's a good point. I I do wonder if she's. I just honestly, I guess I just pictured her always being on. But you're right. She might just that just could be the microphone comes on. And she's like, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible. <laughs> Another bad uh, southern accent. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Oh, gosh. Oh, I got to say, I thought you guys did pretty good last week. 
Well, according to Whitney, just it really top, sucked. Like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm rooting tooting. <laughs> right, Ralph? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think that's in the Second Amendment. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we just picked up a new gun today. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm curious. <laughs> it's for, it breaks down into a backpack. It's a savage. Ooh. Oh, okay. And you can shoot shotgun shells and 22. Interesting. Yeah. Like an over-under. Yeah. Okay. Say, I'm gun-toting, but at least I need to know what the fucking amendment is that I'm trying to say is, like, whatever. (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense to what people use it for. Okay. Read the book, guys. It's great, I'm sure. I love that Ben shared the name of his album and what a crappy album it was, and that Jackie... How tickled she was by the fact that he shared that. The fact that she's laughing in the background and had to come on and talk about it. Like that, that gave me some pleasure listening to. <laughs> I think it says something about their relationship that she can go, yeah, it stinks. And, you know, it's not very not true. But heard about it. And yeah, I think you know. if, if someone was playing me, I mean, this has happened countless times. Listen to the song I made. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> surely sounded like shit but like i'm like oh that sounds great like that is true to be able to have that honesty of like oh that's trash (laughs) literal garbage i immediately looked to try and find it and i could not find it anywhere because i was hoping to use it for the show but you know i'm sure i could still try (laughs) did you you, check when you buy the book you want a copy of his album oh yeah did you check on discogs.com shit i did not what is the name of the album? It's the worst name, too. It's called Soft Landing. That sounds <laughs> okay. like... Um, that sounds like a horrible date. <laughs> like, oh, this is what we got to work with? <laughs> There's another album called Soft Landing also that... Actually, yeah, and it has a similar album cover, but it's not him. I was able to find that one. But uh, yeah, I think it has a parachuter on it. I mean, it is... That was so many bad ideas right there. I mean, heard the music. Well, well, he was young, right? He was like 18 or something or 19. But like if you're 18 or 19 and you're writing an album called Soft Landing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> at least at least he acknowledges that it's all bad. You know, I, I like that he can have that like humility of like, yep, it sucked. And I'm not going to be butthurt that Jackie's laughing at it. Like he... It wasn't that sensitive about it. It's like I, I, their relationship is much different than I had pictured, but based on pictures, it's that's what it is. I think they seem like a, a, a fun couple. Ralph, are you looking it up right now? Oh, um, I, I, I thought I replugged in the router, but it was not plugged in. So oh, good. No, uh, it is. And okay, I got cool. my second beer. Oh, so, geez, that um, was quick. In the meantime, well, yeah. it's been finished for a little bit, but oh. uh, in the meantime, I would love to hear an episode with Jackie and Ben together mm-hmm. on a Thursday and uh also let's get Jenna and Al together again and uh, let's get Allison and Daniel back together we should have a couples week Monday Ooh. would be Daniel and uh Allison Rocky. Thursday would be Ben Jackie Al and Jenna okay so on the zoom meeting call this is going to be something you're going to are you going to be there on video this time listen last time there was some technical difficulties zip this (laughs) oh don't worry i'll be tubing for for everybody this this week or this week this time i might 
join in. Please, we'll please see. do. I, felt, I don't like making it about me. I'm just saying. I, okay, I man. don't either. But like, it's fun to have like the whole Brady Bunch gang there and seeing everybody, seeing what people are eh. up to. Uh, don't eh. And then you people that don't want to be on video are messaging me to relay messages to Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is um, not what we're doing this week. I love that idea, though, Rafi. You're going to have to suggest it. So Ben's accidental cat napping turned cat abandoning was pretty funny. It I it made me remember. I was like, cats get such a bad rep by people and like whatever. I'm like, my cats are awesome and what and whatever. I think about my own cats, of course. But then I started thinking about. I did have a cat that turned feral once, and like I. There's no way I could change it back. It became a crazy cat, like just insane. But it is kind of funny that he accidentally kidnapped a cat and then they were like saying they wanted it back. But then they're like, nah, actually, it's a piece of shit or like what happened? That was such a weird story. That is a weird story. Like, uh, you know, a cat can change a bit, but I don't think it could be that bad. I mean, the way they were, I just think they didn't take good care of it. But then, and, why uh, would you even go on? Affection. It was like, oh, yeah. you guys, this is how I want to be treated, you know? That's true. But, like, why would you go on and, like, say, oh, we're looking for our cat and then decide, like, well, since you feel like you're just trying to, I don't, it's just a weird, like, I would just be like, well, that worked itself out. <laughs> right. I just thought that was a funny story. And I think that says something about him, though, that he's like, let me save this cat. Let me rescue that's true. it. And he really loves Chooch, which is cool i think that's another tough thing when you're coming into a relationship with someone that already has an animal especially a crazy dog person because you know they think of their dogs as their babies so like if you don't get along with them that could be a whole thing right ben also had he was really competitive with his siblings and that's something that i never was but i think my sister was with me and i'm wondering rafi you have a lot of siblings Demi, I don't know about you. I'm assuming you do. Were you either of you competitive with your siblings? I have a well, lot have a of brother. siblings. Or, or I thought you had like three. I have two sisters. Oh, I thought you had three sisters. My bad. Well, also three is not a lot either. Um, well, for, no, not competitive no. at all. I was lucky enough to meet your sister and she didn't seem like she was competitive with you at all. But I, I, I pictured their growing up being like the Kennedys where they're like sitting at the dinner table and like having trivia and like just super like sweaters around their <laughs> necks <laughs> okay demian what about you well i have a brother but the thing is we're 10 years apart so mm. there is some competitiveness um i mean obviously now you know the fact that he's 10 years younger is probably his favor <laughs> but growing up i mean obviously i was oh yeah i was you know there was no competition you know like kind of like he talked about with his little brother there's no like you can't beat me at basketball. Well, obviously he couldn't. He couldn't beat me at anything. But right. At first was was video games. We'd be playing like Nintendo baseball. You know, he'd be like uh, I don't know seven. I'm seventeen, and we'd be playing. And surprisingly, actually, was pretty good at at, at that. So that that was a real competition. But in general, I I think a lot of times those kind of things. Um, I mean, there's competition for some things, and then other things not. You know, like. It never became like, uh, like bitter. You know what I mean? Oh, it was right. all a good sport. You know, like we were both good at laughing about it afterwards, and and then just you know, you know. Uh, I mean, I remember a couple times when he was young playing video games, and I'd beat him. He'd get pretty mad and throw, 
throw down the <gasps> control or whatever, you know. I hate the music you're listening to. Like that's the reason he lost. Right, like, of course. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, my sister was really competitive with me about stupid stuff where it was just like, okay, like like me being married first or me having kids first and and she would just be like oh must be nice blah, blah, whatever it's like okay sorry sorry that i got married first and i'm i'm older i i don't it was just such a weird thing to be worried about but yeah i, I yeah i i hope my kids aren't my kids aren't really uh, well when we play monopoly they get pretty competitive but in general i don't think they really are i don't know anything else for monday before we go on to lk's chat no i don't have anything else no. I think it's time to do a little LK's Childish Chat. Some of us listen for Allison. Some people listen for Allison and Greg. Some people don't listen at all. And I can understand that. So I will give you Childish Chat. Highlights and lowlights in case you care. Hope you enjoy my Childish Chat. Listen to the segment if you Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is Lauren Kelly with some childish chat. No, it's Lauren K. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Allison was mentioning that she recorded some shows with Bob Saget. I guess she recorded one of his, a, a show uh, for him and him for her show as well. And she said um, that they brought up the show Pen15 and she really likes that show and I love it too. And she said Bob Saget said about the show, um, you know, that uh, show is called Penis. And I guess because of this later, Allison said she was reading a story to Elliot and the story was called When the Wind Blew. And she read, she uh, was reading from the book and she said, I guess it was the wind said little bear, there must have been a very big penis. And then she said, so she wasn't supposed to say penis. And then she said, Daniel was in the room and that made it even a little worse. And she was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. And she kind of overreacted or reacted to it a little bit. And then she said, Elliot kept saying penis a whole bunch, um, but just that night. And she was just a funny thing that slipped out. Um, I can't think of a time that something like that slipped out um, for me, but like, yeah, definitely like a curse word if I like hurt myself or drop something or something. And she said, um, Elliot also sometimes when he's frustrated will say, fuck, and like say it like, like Daniel. She said he sounds like um, a world weary grown up when he says it, just like Daniel, like just, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, and Greg said that, you know, he's sure that his kids curse and stuff when they're around their friends, but they don't do it at the dinner table. And he said he also doesn't curse at the dinner table. And um, I don't curse at the dinner table either. Um, I, I try not to curse around my kids, but it, you know, it happens. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so Greg said his dinner table is a fuck free zone. Um, Greg uh, flew on an airplane and he told Allison that there's only like as 0.003 chance of getting COVID from a flight because they're taking good precautions. Um, and Allison said that she heard that same statistic from Bob Saget, and apparently Greg was the one that told Bob that. Um, and Greg said that when he flew uh, to do his shows, then he got a limo from the airport, and he said it was a woman limo driver, and she came to pick him up, and he said that she looked at his bag, 
and looked at the trunk and like she opened the trunk and she was like looking at his bag and looking at him and I guess he was like silently refusing to load his own bag um because he said it's her job um so she did load the bag but then she like tried to talk politics with him and he kind of tried to deter that and was like oh I don't like to talk about politics and then she started um like saying pro-Trump things and um, then when he went back to the airport the next day, he got freaking the same driver again, he said, and she tried to talk Trump again and he got on a phone call and talked on the phone the whole time so he could get out of that conversation and he still gave her a $20 tip. Um, and so he said he tipped her 20 the day before and the next day. And uh, yeah, I would tip somebody anyway, um, even if the service is bad, but I definitely tip someone better if they're if they're kind and if they you know, are, are nice. <laughs> okay. And Greg was talking about Disney movies and like looking back and there are some controversial, uh, Disney movies. And I guess he had a list and he wanted to do it kind of like a quiz for Allison of, uh, why are these problematic? And he said, number one was Dumbo. And Allison said, well, because of the ears and like being bullied for his appearance and stuff. Um, and then they brought up also that the um black crows that were in the movie there was um racist things uh with that and then they started going okay so they they did the number nine or was that number 10 i don't know (laughs) so number nine was peter pan um and number eight was beauty and the beast and they said for like you know again because of of going by looks they said is a bestiality um Snow White was number seven. They said it was, it's, it's just all around pretty dark, um, that she was kissed while she was passed out and um, the witch demanding, you know, the hunter to bring back Snow White's heart and he instead brings a pig's heart or a deer's heart. And like, even that's weird, like to watch with your kids, like, oh, like explaining what that's about. <laughs> um, and then they just stopped listing them or or something glitched with my podcast because I, I believe they just stop talking about it then. Um, Allison's high was that she went to um, Orange County and got to spend some time with her sister and her sister's family. So um, all four boys got to be so be together and they had so much fun. And that's something that's really hard right now. We don't um, really hang out with anybody except for um, my son. Well, the, the boys go to school some days of the week. Um, they have hybrid. So they have that at least. But um, yeah, I really wish that I, I lived closer to my brother and his wife and their kids so that our kids could play together. Greg's high was that his dog, Hannah, who's 14 years old, went to the beach for the first time and she loved it. Um, and Allison's low was the nanny's uh, COVID scare, which we heard about already. Um, and it ended up being an ear infection. Um And Greg's low was that he uh, was quarantining after coming back from Cleveland uh, and he was quarantining for like five, six days and he was in the guest house and he said he could see through the window into the house, uh, his wife and his daughter like having fun together and he like was jealous and it was a bummer for him. Um, Allison brings up uh, that on her Weight Watchers, she's lost seven pounds and Daniel's lost 23 and is just a lot slower um, for women than for men generally. And Greg said that, uh, Duncan Trussell says, don't lose weight because you hate yourself, lose weight because you love yourself. And I think that's a great place to end. So, um, see you later. 
Um, I like you all so much. Bye-bye. Lauren, you're the best. First of all, she talked about the flights, that it's less chance you're going to get COVID. And I heard that those studies were put together by the airlines. So I don't know how much we can trust that. (laughs) How about not? Yeah. So you can't go in and get your hair done or your nails done, but you can sit in a fart tube with everybody and share germs. I don't think so. Also, I think the limo driver thing is so funny. Like, first of all, why aren't you, why are you getting a limo? Like, that's a little bit much, but he could have just pretended that he was deaf, right, Raph? Um, sorry, what's that? <laughs> she talked about Allison going to visit her sister in Orange County, and I'm wondering where her sister lives. So, um, either of you know that? Nope. Uh, it's 846 East Lind Drive. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was trying to... address no, I was trying to remember the uh, first. I was trying to remember the Simpsons address. It's like oh eight forty three Evergreen Terrace or something like that. But then I was like, "Well, that's going to be too obvious." And then I went with East Lind, which happens to be the school that those uh, oh, kids went to in that show. High, she likes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So okay. <laughs> nice poll. Any comments on Childish Chat? Uh, no, I didn't listen. Um. The reason I don't listen is I don't have time to listen to podcasts as much as I used to. And I just found that I ended up hearing the same stories I've heard already. So. Yeah, I don't listen either. That's why we have Lauren do do <laughs> do the dirty work. Um, and I just... think it's funny, though, though. I do want to say, now that I think about it, the thing about the limo driver, I, I probably would have put my own bag in just because. I do I when know, a guy I... is driving me. I'm like, oh, let me get that. It's it's heavy. And then they're like, no, it's cool. It's I'll take it. But like, I always try and do everything myself. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, the person's working, you know, just make their day a little easier. The, the interesting thing is that when they start bringing up politics, like I got, I probably would have talked to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just too, I'm sure it would have turned into an argument. She makes you get out. Guys, I would have been like, hey, you, I, you know, hey, your guy is, he's a crook. You know what I mean? Like, you want to build a wall, that's one thing. You know what I mean? Or you think, you know, whatever it is you think, you know, you want to talk about pro-life or whatever. You can talk about that. But your guy is a piece of shit. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a sexist. He's a rapist. He's a fucking liar. He's a crook. He swindled everyone he's ever done business with. And he's probably a pedophile, too. And so... That's where I stand on that guy. I don't want to hear his voice. Coming from that butthole yeah. mouth. Rafi, do you have any childish <laughs> chatter? I did not get to watch the live YouTube version of this. Uh, I forgot that they were doing it. But I did listen Same. to the episode. And there were things I, I was like, oh, I could talk about that or about that. But I don't remember what they were. <laughs> so thank you, Lauren, for listening. So we don't have to if we don't want to. That's right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Yes. All right. We were her little muffaletta sandwiches sent in by Maureen Bose Duman on Patreon. Little Rafi, is that in your search history? A muffaletta sandwich? <laughs> um, um, you know who's... No, uh... <laughs> but I did, rem- I, a long, long time ago, hashtag Al post, like he was... He loves the sandwich. Yeah. And he posted delicious. a picture of it. And I remember looking at it and I was like, that looks so fucking good. But then I learned what it was and I was like, eh, I'd probably enjoy it, but not like that much. 
it's just like a big Italian sandwich kind of, but I've made it and sometimes like you'll let it, you could let it sit for a day or something to get all like good. But you know who used to send this carb in before and someone we haven't heard from in a long time is Jen Stark. This was his carb he was trying to get a long time ago. But it also reminded me of another sandwich. Back in the day on Food Network, there was a chef named John Ash. And he had this sandwich that <laughs> was just like the muffaletta, where you take like a big piece of bread, you hollow it out, you fill it up, and then you put the, you know, whatever. You wrap it in plastic, and then he would put it on his bike <laughs> and sit. He sat on it and like would go like to a picnic or something. So it would, like it would kind of get flattened and like warmed a little bit. <laughs> So my friend and I, like, his name is John Ash. We call him John Ashhole. So we call it the Ashhole Sandwich. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I did make this recently with, for my kids, because we, like, went, and for the whole family, actually, we went on a picnic. I'm like, let's make the John Ash Sandwich. Um, but I did not sit on it, because I, I, uh, I just put some weights on it in the fridge instead. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of chef is this? I don't know. This... This is disturbing. It but, is. Uh, the takeaway here is that Lisa eats ash. <laughs> ah! See, I like groceries too, apparently. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> so forget Tony strikes again. And I think we have all set Allison straight on Twitter that it's forgot Tone, not forget Tony. <laughs> And She'll the, never get that joke no, <laughs> and you know what's so sad is that she actually forgot him again. <laughs> it's like, my God, man! And the fact that he's like such a good sport, where he's like, "Well, you didn't introduce me yet," and she's like, "Oh, fucking hey," <laughs> because like poor Tony, in many respects, and but yeah, it's not forget Tony. And plus, I said forgot tone and not forgot tone. But she always leaves that part out. So then it's like, well, I don't, I don't come up with that nickname. Like it should be that. It's just like, well, we got a new nickname because of that. Because he's forgotten. Well, you know what the worst part about it is too is not. I mean, your nickname is a play on words, right? right? <laughs> yes. And so when she says it, it's like, what? You know, like, like I can only imagine that someone who's listening to that is like, what? What dumb nickname she comes out with? <laughs> There's like right. I'm an idiot for kind of with forget. You, and I can only imagine that the people are like, who is this list? Like, it, like so obviously, our group we know who you are, but there's right. some other listeners who aren't part of our group, and they're probably like, well, who is this broad? <laughs> yes, I never really <laughs> thought about that part because I always feel like we're in such a bubble. But I did. Th- I do think about that a little bit where she's just like, oh, and Lisa Lowry thinks your nickname should be Forget Tony. I'm like, no. Yeah, right. so- like, I can imagine like uh, her dad's listening or something like, well, that's a dumb nickname. Yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> listeners aren't very smart or clever. We got a new nickname, at least in my, I came up with a new na- nickname for listening to him on this episode, but I am not going to tweet it because I don't want to, tr- it'll never turn into a thing, but Toe Nerd. He was a big giant nerd. <laughs> uh, let's see. Right. And I'll give you some of the evidence that I wrote down. And I'm sure there's much more. But he was late to the drinking game. Very. And even like drink a beer is like just to be like silly. Loves Star Wars. And he's a Disney freak. I'm like, oh, you check like all the nerd boxes, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Hey, you know what? Um, this uh, Ray Morgan, if you're listening, pay attention. This 
is to tell my daughters is like date the most popular nerd you know like he'll be nice to you and he won't be so nerdy that you're like Ugh, you know what i mean like, true 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 you know <laughs> that's a good dude he'll have a good job one day he'll treat you well yeah and he won't be so weird yes because be sometimes there's like so nerdy where they're just like they're too awkward to even like be around you and you're just like oh my god i don't even know how to function around you like right. you just need to be by yourself in a basement that's fine but like you're right a cool nerd like tony like he seems like a good guy he would treat a girl right and he's into like nerdy stuff and he's pra- like happy to, to like that's fine that makes him happy and he's doing what he loves so that's cool right Exactly. Perfect. Toe nerd. All right. <laughs> Allison also mentioned that the Facts of Life watch party will, will not only include Daniel, but also Tony. And I think that's going to be super fun. And I really hope that this becomes something that she does. I think she really needs to have a Facts of Life podcast because she would be not only the perfect person because she's a big fan, but like she's also famous. So she can have, you know, people will follow like if Raph and I did a Facts of Life, we'd have like the same 10 people that listen to this show. It wouldn't be like Allison could like it, it could become something well, could, even maybe more than her show. Right. Well, she she already had um, I can't think of her name, but the woman who played Natalie on Facts of Life has already right. been on her show. So I'm sure she could probably get other. That would be like, super like the facts of cool. Life stars have gone on yes. so much wonderful stuff. So they'd probably come on, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. That's uh, like with Gilmore guys, it was like they were just two dudes talking about Gillies and it was fun. And then they started getting some of the actors on because their show got so popular. I thought, wow, that's you're right that she already has an in. She could do that already, probably. The new person on Thursday was Carly and Superfan Megan on Facebook said that she has some Renee Colvert energy. And I I read that before I listened. And when I listened, I was like, holy shit. Like the first sentence, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like some Renee energy for sure. But even more like a a news broadcaster. It sounded like Renee doing the news. Like it was a little bit up uh, much. And uh, apparently she was suggested by Jeff and not jealous at all. Um, (laughs) Not one little bit. Not one little bit, but apparently she focuses on the minutia of life. And Lil Rafi, I'm wondering what you think about the excruciating minutia. I can't spend the rest of my life coming into this stinking apartment every 10 minutes to pour over the excruciating minutia of every single daily event. Well, I'll tell you, I did not think this lady had Renee energy. I mean, I kind of see what megan was saying but i thought she was good she it's always fun to have different people on and to get to know people but i didn't get the renee vibe from her i think it's difficult to be in her position where you don't know any of these people you were just suggested as a guest and then they're like "Uh, you know they don't know what you have to like kind of amp up a little stand like you have to stand back and see you know what is this person like and what is what are they like so i think she did great for her first try and i would love to have her back on but what the fuck is wrong with jeff that he's Mm. just taking new jobs left and right but allison's show he's like no time for you lady yeah i don't like it it's heartbreaking i did catch that too I remember thinking like, oh, he's working with her, but not Allison. Hmm. I did catch that. Yeah, Um, I don't like it. Could be worse because old Forgot Tone, (laughs) he also produces Andrea Savage's show. 
And I don't like that either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did like her on. I just I just got a very like she had a sort of like a a hyped energy that Renee kind of had. But but then actually just a tiny bit more. And I did like her stories and she definitely jumped in and was part of the group. But still, we need the old gangs well, back. Think, you know, you guys were talking about Renee a bit last week. And um, I think when you're trying to compare, like, the, the, the different guests and the in and out, Renee's more of a straight man. You know what I mean? Like, but Renee's funniest moments are things that have happened around her. When she asked not to be skipped, I, the one that stands out in my mind, she asked not to be skipped. And then Allison immediately skipped over her. <laughs> like, it, like. Almost if it was planned, except it wasn't, which made it really funny. And so Renee's like a straight man where they could play off of her. And she's she actually has very positive energy, which is yeah. what this other person had. But she's not a straight man. She's she's able to come up with some interesting ad lib jokes, you know? Yeah, true. So I think that's the difference. At least that's what I thought. I totally agree. They went on to talk about, well, first of all, I know Jordan wanted to come clean about loving dave's killer bread and i do like dave's killer bread it's pretty good i don't get that thin crap like if i'm gonna have a piece of toast it's gonna be a piece of toast but it does have a different texture but i kind of like it in a weird way it's almost chewy but crispy at the same time it's weird but then they're talking about the ezekiel bread which i also like but i don't think of it as bread i think of it as like just i don't even know what i think of it as a food (laughs) that's not bread because if you do think of it as bread it would make a shitty sandwich but like I make like avocado toast with it or something because it holds up to that, you know, weight of all that stuff on there. But it's also supposed to be good for you because I know what Dave's looks like. I know what the logo looks like. I thought this guy must be a real guy. So I looked him up and apparently he had recently, I don't know if it was recently, he got arrested. And so his mugshots all over the place. He looks like a crazy person. The cartoon of him looks much nicer version. But apparently he was, uh, he's going to be your hero, Lorafi, because he was ramming cop cars. That's what he got arrested for. Oh, yeah, baby. Fuck the police. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, speaking of nerdy, uh, Carly had her bachelorette party at Walt Disney World. That isn't, uh, that's fun. If you're into that, that's fun, I guess. But, Rafi, I know you haven't had a, had a bachelorette party yet, but what about you, Demian? How was your bachelor party? Did you do anything fun? No, I haven't had one, but super... I worked them. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, did, I did not have a bachelor party in the traditional sense with, like, shippers and all that. I was not interested at all. What I did is I got to gr- together with a group of friends, my really tight friends, and it was only four or five of us, I remember. And it was men and women, and we just went and hung out and just like hanging out. It was like, of my, like, like these are friends from high school that I'm still in contact with and still really good friends. And um, we got together and it was, I was the first one to get married of my friends. And so it was like, this is our last time going to a bar and having drinks. And, <laughs> and that's pretty much all we did is just hang out and talk and, you know, nothing crazy. I didn't want to do anything crazy. And, it's funny, I'm from San Francisco, which was like the invention of strip clubs, and I've never been to one. I've never wanted whoa, to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up. And, beep, uh... beep, beep. Hold on a second. <laughs> so they were invented there, and you've never been to one? Nope. I've never thought, I've never, I mean, uh, I have an appreciation for women, don't get me wrong. But I can never f- fathom spending a bunch of money to look at women that you have no absolutely zero chance of 
having any sort of conversation with or anything else beyond that. Well, you can that. pay more for that. But I, okay, so one thing, <laughs> I think that's why I like going to strip clubs because there's never, there's not like, uh, that will never happen because like, it's not, I don't want it there to be a relationship. So it's like kind of perfect. It's like, it's just for fun. So I never have this like, well, I wish there was more. It's like, this is perfect. <laughs> well, another thing too for me is also the way strip women tend to dress and look and the makeup. I've never, it's never appealed to me. I've, I've always been more of a, for lack of a better term, a girl next door kind of a guy. Mm. So that makes sense. The way strippers well, dress and stuff is not appealing to me. So I have not been to one out here yet. But that's the thing is there are many different stages, many different women, and you can see like, oh, I like this, not that. So it's not like the fucking super made up 10 inch plastic heels type of broad. You, like you don't have to go for that. That if is you true. Don't want to like some of my friends, want, right? something for yeah. Everything. Some of my yeah. friends that were strippers, they had they dressed a little bit different than that, and it was like that's kind of how we became friends. Like we'd be at the strip club, I'm like these ladies are cool. <laughs> Let's hang out. Um, but I did have a bachelorette party, and we did it sort of separate, and then we met up together at the end at a strip club. So we got like a party bus, and we went to. God, what do we even do? I don't even remember. We went to like a sex store, of course, and to some bars and just played games on the bus. It was a lot of fun. And then we met up at a strip club and um, that was fun from what I remember. So, Lisa, do you go to male strip clubs too? I did once, but only because the one we usually used to go to had a, a room that had the men in it. And we're like, let's go make fun of them. So we went in there and I'm like, this is not for me. So was anyone else shocked that Allison had like penis straw? Yes. I forget what else she we said. We need to have a, a, a pictures penis of this. crown, right? Or, or was it a penis mug or something like that? There's definitely you know? a lot of penis themed things. I was surprised about that, especially the fact that they weren't even going anywhere like crazy, but they're still right. going to have the penis... Uh, and it was also like a, like a combined. It was like Daniel was there too, and there was a penis cake and a boob cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They could have made that one cake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the most clever thing. You know, we just, we're done. That's it. <laughs> oh, where were you when they were trying to make their perverted cakes, little Rafi? So talking about the fact that uh, teetotaling Tony had his first drink at a late age, and a lot of pe- a lot of them did actually. I'm wondering what you, both of you, what your first drink was, and if you can remember, and what age. Mm, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I was probably in high school. I remember not liking the taste of beer for a long time, but I remember being with friends and drinking. Uh, you know, whatever, vodka, tequila, you know, the usual stuff around. My mom likes tequila, so that was usually around. I couldn't remember specifically the day, but I just sort of remember being with some friends and grabbing something and drinking a little bit just to get a little tiny buzz, you know what I mean? Like, I was too worried that, like, I'd have to go home and I'd walk home and be like, my mom be like, what the hell are you doing? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I uh, learned how to play sober so well around my mom's, like... Hello, mother. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> uh- <laughs> right. It, it never crossed my mind uh, to do that. 
but it wasn't that often. I mean, most of my friends, the same people that we're talking about, were pretty straight, uh, you know, narrow, goody goodies. I was probably the worst of the group in certain sets, and I wasn't that bad. So drinking was not a big thing for me in high school. Like I, 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 I never got drunk, drunk. You know, like a little tiny buzz. That's just about it. Well, Raf, what was your first drink today? <laughs> um, I don't remember the first time I drank. Oh, you know what? I think I do. When we <laughs> we were very very young, and we went to some wedding. I think I snuck a couple of sips of wine, and it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. I still think wine is pretty gross. Hey, oh. And then it was like a long dry spell, and then like probably in my probably like around 12-ish I had like a sip of beer and I was like also that is a disgusting <laughs> and then kind of like Tony I guess I didn't really you know <laughs> hit it hard until 21 and uh now uh it's a lifelong habit and I uh plan to die with a crispy cold one in my <laughs> hand <laughs> Shouldn't it be empty at least? <laughs> Enjoy it, right? <laughs> right, like mean... just chug it, chug it as you expire. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> or would you drink Jordan's Tang drink? Oh Ew. my god, I. Um, well, first of all, Tang. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that since I was a child. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to talk about the um, other well, one. It's bad. The Muffaletta Tang. <laughs> Why did he say it was like lumpy? Like. I guess because yeah, when you like, what do, do, like, do yeah, they not know thing. how to stir things? I guess they don't know how to stir or they don't know how to add more liquid to make it not like a muddy, sludgy drink. I don't know. That's very strange. Yeah, they got some bad tang. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I am so immature. Yeah, my first drink uh, was most likely whatever my mom had. I think she had... Oh, what's a white middle-aged woman drink? Bailey's and Kahlua, like that kind of stuff. I remember Ooh. sneaking off that. Um, I think she had some vodka in the freezer that I tried drinking, but I, I never really got... I, it was all with the light stuff, and then it went immediately into, like, Jack Daniels and 151. <laughs> like, just straight. And, like, oh, man, the days when you didn't have a hangover. Oh, man. The good old days where you can just cut loose. The next day you're fine. Ugh. Good old days. To be young. To be young again. Actually, That's what I would relive. <laughs> you, know, you guys just reminded me of the story. Oh, um, and I was 15 brother, when I started drinking. <laughs> my <laughs> brother, when he was in high school, I remember one time um, I had moved out, but then I moved back in with my mom in my early mid-20s, and we were renting a house together. Like She paid, like I guess, two-thirds of the rent, and I paid a third. And uh, it was a cool setup because it was a three-bedroom house, and my bedroom was downstairs. So it was kind of separate. But anyway, I was living at home again. And so um, I had come home for wherever I was one time in the middle of a full-blown argument between my mom and my brother. And she was accusing him of drinking her uh, tequila. And she liked Cuevo Gold. That was the thing that she used to drink at the time. She was yelling at him, and he was denying it hardly. And then she's like, and I'm like, uh, I forgot how I got in the middle of the argument, like mediator or something. But then she walks away and comes back with the tequila. And it was a pretty big bottle. And if you've ever seen it, it's pretty gold. It was barely yellow <laughs> because he was drinking it and refilling it with water. <laughs> and then I just looked at him like, come on, man. Don't even try and say you're not drinking that. 
Yeah. And then she goes, if you're going to drink it, fine. Just don't ruin it. Yeah. It's <laughs> smart woman. <laughs> I remember refilling it and then not knowing that, you know, water freezes and alcohol doesn't. Like, I just was like, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I started drinking at 15, but then I stopped. By the time I was 21, I was straight edge. So kind of flipped around and then i got right back into it a few years later but so yeah when you refill tequila you should pee in the pee in it i was gonna say <laughs> um quick question is that is that pee <laughs> oh shout out again to you trace um let's see anything else from thursday we took before we talk about jamos i think she's gonna be starting her zoom thing soon um it's, it's already going on is and it? let me let me tell you who's in the chat room right now we've got allison rosen we've got me we've got ray morgan jones mccain with their video off lee bruns okay. amy freehill marla cassif shonda jackson katie's iphone maureen bosduman Anne mclaughlin sarah ellis Jeremy, Sarah Kay, Louise McGuire, and then all these people have their video off. Chris Perry, Maya, Lucia, Parker, Megan, not our Megan, Megan Palmer. Mm. Oh, that's the other Megan P. Oh my God, oh. we got to talk to her. Jeffrey Chu, Elizabeth A. Watts, and another Sarah. Do you see me in there yet? Or has she let me in? I just, she hasn't let me in yet. That's fine. You okay. don't have to be let in. I, you just go to the link. I went to the link. It says, please Unless wait. The meeting. Oh, you know what? It might be under Ruby's name because she's been using my Zoom. Um, How do I change the name? I, yeah, yeah. This is the exact time to figure that out. Uh, yeah, it really is, isn't it? Thank you. Still has her Ruby's last name. I, Ruby's last name. It still has my last name. Fucking idiot. Took okay. Daughter's last name. Wow. I know. Is that strange? So modern. <laughs> I mean, so old fashioned. What the fuck am I saying? All right. Shall we do some JMOs, or do you have anything else from Thursday? No, JMOs. I'm good. Oh, looks like someone named Ruby just joined. <laughs> All caps, by the way. So, okay. Lisa, did you pick a JMO? Because I don't remember any of them. Oh, I Lauren's in. Too. Oh, Lauren's there. Awesome. Th did you guys want to just skip it? There's not a lot to really talk about. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm good. Um, if you're good. Yeah, I don't remember what the JMOs were, but uh, sure, whatever. That's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. If you want to be on the show, email bffancast.gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at rmcgs on Instagram. <laughs> Damien, where can we find you? <laughs> Instagram, superdemc, or in the group, the Facebook group. And it was great being uh, on the show. Love talking to you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, Demi, and have a great day. Hopefully, we'll see you in the Zoom meeting. Actually, I got to drop off some for my wife, so probably not. Okay. Zip. All right. Well, later, turds. You guys are truly the fucking best, BFFs, whatever. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Tell you when you're wrong Eradicate but vindicate as progress keeps along Puritan work ethic maintains its subconscious edge As old glory maintains your consciousness There's a loser in my house and a puppet on a stool And a crowded way of life and a black reflecting fool Fabric dies, then don't you can't pretend to ignore its people.